Thank you for joining us here at the Walk Down Memory Cane podcast. My name is Dan Thompson with the Illinois School for the Visually Impaired. Today you get to enjoy an interview with George Cording and Ned Jackson, two mobility instructors from the 1960s and 70s. The lower voice in this interview is Ned Jackson, and the slightly higher voice is George Cording. They never really introduced themselves by their names. The interview is conducted by historian Walter B. Hendrickson. Also, we have a new closing today. May the good Lord bless and keep you, sung by the Alumni Chorus from 2008. Sadly, some of these young ladies are now with the Lord. But I think this closing will be more meaningful than the usual Mormon tabernacle choir. This is straight from ISBI's Alumni Chorus. God bless, and may all things be at peace with you and your loved ones. I got a, got a master's in uh, December 16th. What led you uh, into this? Uh... Well, I, uh, after I graduated in 64, I came to work here the following fall as a trainee. I had to pick up my teaching certificate. I wanted to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. And because I was poor and I needed the money, I came here. As part of the trainee program that pays uh, cash for approximately 20 hours a week. Oh, yes. Uh, Is that program still going on? Yes. Yeah. Uh, And they needed a mobility instructor here, the one they had had retired for two years and they were having trouble getting someone. So they went out and uh, recruited two of their trainees to go on with the stipulation that no official stipulation, but they wanted you to come back and teach here. Mm-hmm. And did you follow that same experience? No, I uh, I went to school at Washington uh, at IC, uh-huh. and I uh, heard about this program they had at Western Michigan uh, through one of the guys that did work down here. Uh-huh. And I thought, well, I'll look into it and see what it's all about. So I uh, got a hold of the school, and then they. Uh, Got a little information on. I really didn't have much time to, you know, really look it over, evaluate or anything because uh, I finished my finals on Thursday and Friday, and they were trying to get me all day from, from the school here, and I was out. And then finally, uh, I did get a hold of them late Friday afternoon. They said this church was coming down. They had an opening up there, so they canceled. So then I had to be up there the following Wednesday. So I didn't have much time to look into it, but. Uh, you know, I had been somewhat familiar with blind and what have you, used to go to the paper stores and just live two blocks down the street. Ooh, and Jackson <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. So I thought it would be interesting, and uh, I really didn't, in a way, know exactly what I was getting into. I'll put it that way, but uh, I never regretted it. I thought I enjoyed it. Now, I talked with uh, Clarence yesterday, um, and uh, he said, well, he told me that uh, well, he just drifted into it, really, into teaching here. Uh, when was this, uh, when did these formal uh, programs such as Western Michigan, when, how long ago have, did they start? The early 60s, I think 1960 was a 
when it was set up at Boston College. Yeah, 61 Western Michigan. Yeah. They were the only two you had now. Los Angeles State, San Francisco State, Florida State. That's a, I think that's, that's about it. That's everything in present time. But it is about, you know, more schools. Pittsburgh, I think, started too. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. They haven't got their off the ground yet. Uh, it was, it's supposed to be off the ground. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I guess it would be. But this thing is, uh, well, it's just one of a number of new programs that have come in the last 10 years into uh, now, teaching. Now, yeah. You At the management level, now, people have been using the long cane techniques uh, really in large numbers since World War II, since yeah, the veterans have come back. Yeah, if you're familiar with that yeah, I know. background, you know, from yeah, Ryan's yeah. and Bellet. Yeah, but when did they, uh, let me see now, when did they uh, begin to structure this through formal courses? Well, actually, I guess the real formalization of the thing uh, probably began uh, during World War II with Hoover and uh, Carroll and Valley Forge as a military rehabilitation thing for the Army. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then from there, it, it seemed to prove so successful that from there then they transferred to Hines at the VA hospital at Hines in 47, I think. No, I'm not sure when the dates are exactly. And it has been a structured program with blinded, adventitious for blinded people with veterans. Since that time, their program is still going on. They're expanding it now. Were you meaning structured courses for teachers of mobility instruction? Yes. Yeah, this is why I have such as you have. Well, that would have been in. It, yeah, the actual formal training was probably started at Boston with College. Boston College. College. And they, they call their people, by the way, parapetologists. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just a matter of. Before that, before that time, uh, there had been, oh, maybe week-long or month-long workshops from Hines, oh, yes. which of course is kind of the cradle of the long cane, you might say. Uh, and people who had gone through those programs came out with pretty much a realistic knowledge, too. Mm -hmm. uh, at, at that time, they were probably the most advanced, having gone through the workshops through Hines. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the formal training started in six. Uh, him, uh, uh, Clarence uh, told me that, uh, that that's where that what he knew about in the formal way uh, came, of course, from the Army uh, experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he, he never had any uh, course in there. You know, actually, I guess prior to uh, the Boston College program, that would have been it. Yeah, that's right. That's about the only place, and the only place in existence at yeah. that time. I know it would have been hard. Mm -hmm. I asked him how. Uh, how he knew what he was going to teach. And he said, well, uh, when he was a student, it went uh, from one uh, one people to another. They said the old ones taught the younger ones how to get around, how to find the curve, and, and uh, various things of that sort. He said that, that, that was just a sort of a common knowledge among uh, them. You just learned it on your own. That's right. You just had your point of doing it. If it works, you can spread a And of course, uh, uh, Clarence got into this as a craft side, which was working, began to get less and less important there. Now, um, tell me uh, uh, something about uh, how do you meet these uh, pupils? We'd like to have our students uh, at least one class session every day of the week. You do? Yeah, just like in any other class. Oh, yeah. It's really the best. Mm -hmm. And right at the present time, uh, we've deviated somewhat from this. But it's generally a semester in duration. And we actually like to have a lot of kids longer than that. But you see, we started, I came in January 
of 66, January 1st, actually, is when I started on the table here, under three year demonstration project. And of necessity, we almost had to start with the seniors because these are the kids that would leave me and they have immediate need. And uh, this, in a lot of respects, wasn't ideal, really, for it to be really successful. These come from, uh, well, I almost from the crate model, the gentleman line and suit. concept that we have, the visual concept 
uh, something we just wanted more to be a meaningful work. Yeah, that's kind of what I was trying to get yeah, at. Yeah, 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 as long as it works, and that, that's care what the same thing. It isn't going to be, I don't think, at all. There are considerable differences in individuals too. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, yeah <laughs> I think this is one thing yeah. everybody needs to realize is blind, just like anybody else, the blind individual is. Uh, he's got his capabilities just the same as there's a full range with a uh, very intelligent, uh, very capable sighted individual down to the guy that can't do hardly anything. Well, this is kind of the same way with, with blind. We have some students that just pick up things and go. And this doesn't necessarily relate to intelligence either because some very intelligent students academically might be very poor travelers. Another kid that maybe is maybe average or even below average, he might be very, very, very good in mobility. He might really know what's going on and really travel well. We've often discussed problems with retrovenal fibroplasia, the oxygen uh, problem with the, with the newborn premature but Child. Uh, and in general, they're the hardest for us to teach. Well, I'm sure they would be. Now, now, we don't know what exactly the problem is. Nobody does. Whether it's because they're congenitally blind, you know, with no visual reference of any kind, never having seen, or whether there's something else even more uh, more negative, you know what I mean, that could, could be affecting them. Mm -hmm. uh, I think everybody is seems to be, now that this here you have to put with seems, you, you can't absolutely say it. It would seem to be the, the treatment uh, that the student received because uh, you could, you know, if this were the case, it was some neurological uh, inadequacy or something, mm -hmm. uh, then you, then every kid that had RLF, it's congenitally blind, would, we could just say none of them can travel, but this isn't the case. You find one or two, they're not very common that one or two of these kids that are really good right just and enough they, that it's it kind of tends you or like makes you think that perhaps this is because of the way he's been treated as a, a child growing up mm -hmm. and uh You're just enough way to making a blanket statement yeah that's yeah you know, the, the, the general kind of is 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 uh, very noticeable mm -hmm. but i would say that we've had uh Maybe we're being a little too negative in some respects. So I'd say we've had most kids we have had at least a limited amount of success with. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of kids, uh, students, and maybe just roots. You know, maybe he has to memorize the route. Mm -hmm. But at least he's getting someplace. Uh, it was just maybe to two houses down from his when he's at home. This is this is an accomplishment. Sure, I can this is maybe expanded his sphere of travel. And his ability to get about by 500 percent. Now, does uh, so that the preschool training? Uh, I think this uh, is a what, what parents can do for a child is often that influence.